Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, this is an announcement to say that the Policy Podcast is now available on Patreon. Patreon is where I'll be adding exclusive behind-the-scenes content, exclusive questions that I'll be asking my guests, and many more clips from the Free Flow Force and much more, as well as the Positive Podcast merch that'll be on there as well. You can click in the link in the bio and it will take you to the Patreon page. Thank you. Hi, and welcome to Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Nick Ray, aka Mac Daddy, from The Ryan Show. Mac Daddy is a sports writer for The Ryan Show. He's also a producer for The Ryan Show FM. In this podcast, we talk about how he got into the work that he does, his journey, mindset, motivation, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Possibility, 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 Tune in. Uh, Nick, it's uh, great talking to the podcast. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Adam? Thanks for having me. No, no, you're most welcome, Nick. And um, yeah, I'm very well, thank you. And um, yeah, I just kind of thought I'd start off by kind of introducing you and, um, you know, like talking about how you kind of got into like, you know, what you're doing and a bit about your backstory because you work, you know, as like a producer, don't you, for the, uh, you know, the Ryan Show radio uh, podcast. Right. Yeah. I am currently producer for the Ryan show FM. The Ryan show FM is a nationally syndicated radio show in the United States based out of New York. Um, but it's actually also globally syndicated. Um, we have stations, couple stations in Nigeria. We have stations in Turkey and the Ukraine as well. Um, and over 280 internet radio stations as well. But, um, so I'm the producer and I went to high school actually with two of the co-hosts, uh, Hampton Dave and Ryan Burnell. So, kind of like a throwback connection there yeah no, that's awesome and i think it's great that you know the radio station is uh you know it's quite quite big and it's getting bigger as, as you say 
by you know branching out different countries and different radio stations and it just shows you how it can kind of grow and i think what i like about you know your, the radio station is that it focuses on lots of different things like you know sport entertainment there's people's like stories on there as well it covers yeah absolutely um ryan ryan's vision for the show when it started five years ago has not changed to today and his vision for the show has always been he wants to bridge the gap on people with contrasting views which we definitely need today, but using comedy and entertainment and sports and whatever it may be to do so. Um, we love to have people on that have the outlandish conversations sometimes, because guess what? We need to bridge the gap between what people would consider quote unquote normal and what those people experience in everyday life. You know, mm. my everyday life is significantly different than yours. And that's the same as true for any two people. Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion, anyway, you know, internally, externally, whatever it may be. So Ryan's always tried to bridge the gap using his innate ability to be entertaining, funny, and, and all those other things. So, and also a huge hip hop vibe as well as our other co-host is a nineties hip hop legend. So. Mm -hmm. No, it's definitely important, as you said, and I think it's that, that, um, originality, isn't it? And to have those different conversations that aren't kind of being you know aren't on the radio or certain stations you know those kind of conversations with people you might get certain personalities on that talk about certain topics and i think that's that's the kind of beauty of radio and podcasting i mean is the radio the ryan show is it censored when it's on the radio or is it kind of you know like a podcast where um yeah so we're on fm radio so that mm. means we have to be censored um obviously mm. sometimes things slip but we have to censor it before we put the show in yeah uh, so we pre-record we pre-record Monday nights and the show doesn't premiere till Thursdays. So Ryan, Ryan has mastered, maybe not mastered, but he's taken mm. on the role of this is his brand, his show, and he's going to edit it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously we have to cater it to the standards of FM radio. So. Mm. Yeah, no, that's it. And, um, I think, I think it's great that, you know, you can use that and get it out to like a large audience as well. Cause I suppose, right you have like a large, you know, like I see the Instagram account's got, you know, quite a big following. Like you said, it's fairly kind of early days, really. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, social media is a whole different ballgame uh, than the radio yeah. show. Social media is almost like a separate job from being a radio. Host. Hmm. Like a lot of these people that you see that are famous or have these big brands, that's why they hire people to run their social media accounts because it's like a whole separate job to get, advertising out there to get awareness of your brand and it's the way of life in 2021 you know what i mean so mm. it's it's definitely a challenge but ryan like i said has been at it for five years and he's finally mastered the art of getting people to look at his mm. work um so yeah he's built quite the following on instagram quite the following you know we haven't really tried on any other platforms because mm. instagram took off quite a bit so yeah no that's awesome and i, I remember when, I, when we last spoke um you mentioned that you 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 spoke to uh is it sugar ray leonard yeah man and that was kind of like is it through this work of like podcasting and radio is it yeah so um i started with my own blog when covid hit i just started yeah. writing my own blog and no one was really seeing it so ryan asked me to be a part of the radio show when he finally started seeing my work and that was when i was able to reach out now the reason i got sugar ray leonard is because I reached out to Sugar Ray Leonard on email mm. um, because he had just put out a story with the Players Tribune. It's a big sports uh, publication in the States here. And he was talking about his sobriety. 
Sugar Ray mm-hmm. Leonard is 14 years clear of drugs and alcohol. Wow. Um, so he was talking about his sobriety and kindly, kind of finally went public with his struggles mm-hmm. for the first time really in depth. And I have the same story as Sugar Ray Leonard. He has 14 years. On February 3rd, I will have three years. So um, I wrote him a letter, an email, connected with him. And we, I ended up interviewing one of my idols. And from there, it's kind of taken off. Like my res- mm-hmm. I built my resume. And now we bring these people on the Ryan show. We have conversations before. And I've made connections and met people that I only thought was possible in my wildest dreams. So Mm -hmm. it's been an amazing ride so far, but like for people out there, what I want them to know is there's a huge fear when you go to chase your dreams, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has a dream. I don't, you know, and I don't care what it is and I don't care how old you are. Uh, Go for it because I would rather have people tell me I'm an idiot for chasing my dream than tell me I'm a coward for never chasing it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I think, you know, con- congratulations to you as well for like, you know, changing things around and, um, and, and, and doing that. And I think, like you said as well, like people, um, they, they don't chase their dreams, like you said, because probably, you know, fear and, you know, self-doubt and all these things that might stop them. And I think, like you said, it just shows you, you know, just you send an email, reach out to somebody and they connect with you. And then it just kind of opens up a whole new kind of playing field. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the way of the world these days. And like, do you know how much fear that was like just consuming me when I went to go write that email to Sugar Ray Leonard? Mm. I must've sat on that send button for 45 minutes to an hour before I actually sent it. Mm. And I'm pacing around and I'm calling Ryan and I'm talking to my (laughs) wife and I'm like, do I send this email? And they're like, go Mm. for it, go for it. Mm. And all these people around me are like, yeah, email them. What are you doing? And here I'm still, the self-doubt was so consuming. Like, am I even worth this interview? Yeah. Even after, even after he responded and I was so elated that I got the interview and it was like this emotional roller coaster. I was still like, am I worthy of this? Who am I Mm. to be interviewing Sugar Ray Leonard? But then I was like, you know what? I am worth it. Mm. You know, because everybody is. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I think, you know, it's, it's great that you send that email. But like you said, there is that, it's that kind of that gap, isn't it, between like like where you stand, your like goals and your dreams and that kind of, that space in between, isn't it? That, that, that fear, that doubt, that what if. And it's all these little things that are just kind of like in your imagination. And I remember when I, before I did my podcast, I didn't do it for two or three years because I was worried what people were going to think and all the rest of it. And it's scary to think, like, what if I hadn't have done that? Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I was terrified when I even just started yeah. my little blog that I was only sharing on my Facebook. You know, I was terrified. And um, I have to say that that is the only thing between people and chasing their dreams or finding what it is that they were meant to do or feel like they should do in this world is fear and doubt and self-pity and whatever, you know, anxiety, depression, whatever. I have all those things, you know, and those are the only things that separate, you know, that's the gap that we, you were alluding to is those things. Now, once you get there, all, guess what? You bring all of those anxieties and depressions and everything with you. So every single day, you, you know, you might have a really good day where you get the responses from the people you're trying to talk to and you get that interview. Uh, we've both interviewed David Meltzer, but then you have the days that, you're like, 
what the hell am I doing this for? I'm not worth anything, you know? And it's, again, it's just those negative emotions trying to creep back in and convince you you're not worth it. And it's a constant battle to remind yourself that you are. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that's a really great point. And like you said, you know, those things, you know, sometimes don't go away. They're kind of there in the background or they can creep up in certain instances, can't they? And it's just like a reminder, you know, like, you know, they're there. But I think, like you said, it's, it's like not letting them kind of control you and you kind of being in control, you know, having that balance where you kind of know yourself and you can kind of deal with it. Right. Right. Yeah. And knowing your limitations, you have to know when to step away and take a break too. You got to know mm. when to give your mind a rest when to like, mm. because it's not only like your goals and your dreams that you're all worried about and fearful of and anxiety and all that. But then it's everything that comes with it, especially in the media industry. You have to like, you have to focus on building a following on social media. You have to do mm. all these things. And everybody's in your ear saying you have to do this and you have to do that. And it gets overwhelming. And mm. you kind of like shut down. Yeah. If you don't know how to balance it, you shut down. And I don't know if there's a way to come out of that. So you have to find that balance. Mm. Balance yeah. is so huge. So huge, especially in, I think it's huge with anything, work, mm. play, family, friends, but balance is big, especially in the media industry, because you have to like step away for a few minutes and kind of gather yourself and remind yourself that you're a human being, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. I, think, I, think that's, I think that's a really great point. And I think like, that's, that's something I think I, I spoke about earlier today um, in a video I did where I was like saying like, it's that balance, isn't it? And, you know, especially I think with COVID people, uh, we're in, in the UK, when a lockdown right now, I think you are as well. Um, and it's like, you know, if you're not careful, people can get into the, you know, old habits or doing things that don't serve them. And it's that, it's that balance of, um, you know, like probably having something to eat, having a certain something to eat on at the weekend or, you know, having a drink at the week, you know, whatever it is for, for you know, whatever person and kind of like understanding that balance and, and like looking at yourself. Cause I was, I think like, it's forcing people to look at themselves and people got more time. Yeah. You know, what with me was I had to keep my mind busy. I had to keep my hands busy because I know what happens when I sit there and I'm alone with my thoughts and with nothing as an outlet, you know, you got to find an outlet. You got to find a, you have to find something, something positive to put your mind and your energy into or, and again, find that balance or you're going to, you're going to slip into like, a, I don't want to say a dark place because not everybody gets to that dark place. I can only say for me, I get to that dark place if I don't find something else. Right. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. Like it, it's, it's a very human thing to feel that way. Um, but you, like you said, during lockdown, especially during the times of COVID and during lockdown, you have, I don't care if it's for 10 minutes or 10 hours, you have to find something to just release all of that pent up, whatever it is, aggression, fear, sadness, loneliness, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, you got to find at least 10 minutes a day to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. That's, that's a really great point. And I think it's, it's that outlet, isn't it? Having that kind of healthy outlet where you can do something that helps you kind of leave that. Because I think if, if you, I think if you don't, it can just whiz around, whiz around your head and, for me, I, I you know I have to try and I, for, everyone has their own thing, don't they? But for me, it's like you know playing video games for a bit, doing a podcast, you know, reading or going for a walk or you know some, something. 
I I think it's really important, as you mentioned. And uh, I think, you know, for people, I mean, everyone's in different places and different situations. Some people can't, there isn't re- really anywhere for them to go where they live, but there, there are still things that they can kind of put, you know, their attention to, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and as well, like when you, when you said like, what was the kind of turning point for you that you kind of drew a line in the sand and, and decided, you know, you, you was going to change and not kind of do what you was doing in the past? Uh, do you mean with my addiction and my alcoholism? Yeah. Yeah. What was the kind of like turning point for you? Well, I'm 31 years old. So I, I got, I got clean when I was 29. Yeah. Um, and I had been attempting to get clean for eight years before that. So my first, I had a couple turning points because I've, Mm. I've tried and I've failed to stay clean for quite some time. And this is the first time I've had this kind of extended period of cleanliness yeah, so the first yeah. time was and i'm very open and out there about my story my story is actually yeah. in the news you can find my story in the news google mm. my name and uh i have no problem with it um yeah i got to the lowest point when uh i tried to commit suicide mm. and i woke up in the hospital bed and i realized that it was none of the people i used with it was none of the people i drank with it wasn't people i thought were friends it wasn't anybody i thought was cool because you know we were doing Mm. drugs together no it was my stepmom my dad my older brother and my uncle all with tears in their eyes it was all the people i hurt through my addiction Mm. and my drinking that were still there for me at my lowest with tears in their eyes showing me that they love me Mm. so i tell that story because it's such a powerful moment in my life Mm. um and by the way that still didn't stop me from using but it's Mm. still a powerful moment that i'll never forget Um, The second time was um, my kids. Yeah. Two years ago, my oldest looked at me with like this look of disgust and look of like who, like he didn't know who I was. Mm. And um, it fucking rocked me to my core. I'm sorry. No, no, (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It just absolutely rocked me to my core. And, um, I'll never forget that. And actually mm. my wife, my wife was a huge part mm. in me getting clean. She was, yeah, she was firm and she was tough, um, mm. but she was also loving at the same time. And I think she knew who I was before drugs. Well, she did know who I was before, yeah. drugs, but <laughs> yeah. like, um, but she also met me when I was in sobriety and then I relapsed after we, yeah, were, yeah. you know, when we were married. So it was a really tough go for her, but she stuck with me. Like it, it was all about mm. finding support was my turning point. Like I thought I was so alone when I wasn't. So once I finally realized I wasn't alone is when I yeah. started to heal. Yeah. No, I think, I think, I think it's, I think it's great. You know, the, you know what you, what you're doing and um, you know, it's, it's, it's inspiring, you know, to hear your story and, you know, like from where you've shifted and it just shows you, you know, we, we can change and we can change our lives around. And, uh, you know, like the importance of having, you know, a, a supportive group of people around you in that time. And uh, when you mentioned about your family and how they felt, like I, you heard of Joey Diaz, Joey, you know, Joey. Of course. Yeah. He, 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 he spoke about something similar. Like he was in prison and he said like, you know, the, the look on his family's faces and stuff like that, and that, that made him like shift and change. And it, 
it just shows, doesn't you know, like you know, having those people there for you and supporting you in that path. Yeah, I mean, you need it. Uh, no journey. First of all, no journey is worth it alone. Mm. And second of all, I don't think any journey is. Uh, I you know, no journey is worth it. But I also don't think it's really a journey if you're doing it by yourself. Mm. Uh, and that's just my opinion. I mean, I could meet somebody tomorrow that says I love doing my own thing. I love doing my own journey. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and trust me, there's people in the world who rightfully so don't have a connection with their families, right? Yeah, they don't yeah, have yeah. family. They don't have this. They don't have that. Whatever the circumstances around it may be. Mm. Um, so even friends, somebody mm. just. I know for me, and I, I don't want to put this on anybody else, right? No, but no, of course. Me, this is like your bit, yeah. Yeah, left alone with my own devices is a very dangerous place. Mm. So, yeah. That's it. I think everyone, everyone's different. Everyone's got their own like outlook, haven't they? And their, their own, own uh, way of going about things. But I, th- I think like. You, you mentioned as well like you know the, these experiences that you, you went through you know you can use that um you know to help other people as well and give them that guidance so i think like you know when you go through things in life like even like the worst times or bad times you can use that to, you know and, and i think you grow stronger as a person right i actually <laughs> there's a reason i tell my story so candidly and so openly and i don't yeah. hold anything back like I, i'll i could sit here and go for three hours about my whole story and tell you everything because it's important. It's important for people, other people to know, not me. I Mm. I already know, but like, it's important for me to speak out and tell my story because Mm. if some, maybe somebody else is going through it at that moment, they hear me. If I helped one person, I don't care if a million people hear it and only one person got something out of it. If one person Mm. got something out of it, I did the right thing. I did my job. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a really great point. You know, it's, it's like you said that, you know, just making that one change for one person is still a person, still someone's life, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure like even the bigger guys that reach more millions of yeah, people yeah. like David Meltzer and Gary Vee and uh, Tony mm. Robbins, those guys, they they tell you the same thing. If I mm. reach just one person, my yeah. job is complete. Yeah, you know? no, that's it. It's powerful, isn't it? It's really powerful. And it just shows you how, you know, like through radio and through podcasting, how you can make a difference to somebody. And it just kind of like when I do podcasts, you know, like I, I, when you do radio and podcasts, you're just kind of doing it. But I think when you take a step back and you think about, you know, how much influence you have with your, you know, your words, and you don't know who's listening on the other side or what they're going through. It's quite, it's quite a powerful place, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there's so much power. And you know what? Somebody doesn't have to be a drug addict. Somebody doesn't have to be an alcoholic. Somebody mm. doesn't have to be a victim of anything serious in order to be, in order to have that powerful energy within them. Yeah, yeah. It's for, it's for anybody who's ever suffered a loss or, you know, abuse or whatever the case may be. Mm. Um, I believe that everybody in the world has something to give away. Mm. Yeah. No, no, completely. I completely agree. I think we've all got... Sorry. I, I almost got political for a sec, but I held back. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, except Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy situation, wasn't it? I saw that unfold and I was like, I mean, I, 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 won't go, I, won't, I don't go too much into politics, but like, you know, I, I, it was a bit like a pressure cooker, really, that situation. And it just kind of popped, didn't it? It's, it's, um, you know, I, I, uh, I don't want to make your 
podcast into a political thing, but I will say this. uh, I'm glad I I don't live in the United States anymore, you know, kind of thing. Like, it's such a mess there right now. And, like, of course, like, America's my home. But I'm kind of glad I'm in Canada right now, (laughs) kind of thing. Like, Mm. you know, it's, I, you know, I don't really know anything about your prime minister, but I know I'd rather Boris Johnson than Donald Trump. Hmm. So like, it's kind of crazy, you know, it's just, Hmm. and in me, it has nothing to do with being left or right because I'm Hmm. as down the middle as it comes. It comes to, it comes down to right and wrong. Hmm. And, and, and and that's just all I got to say about like, I don't choose who I, it is what it is. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I voted I for you. the guy in 2016. I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah. Yep. And well, I was I, re- I regret it, but you know, it is what it is. I can't change it. Yeah. It's 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 a thing. I mean, politics is pretty complex and like you, you could talk about it for hours, but I mean I'm I, I'm quite open minded to, to to listen to people's points of view. That's kind of where I I, I am. You know, like um we call it like independence in the UK. It's like in, it's the independent party and the yeah, they just kind of read their own thing. Yes, but, that's the same thing uh, in the states, and I mean, there's more than one party in Canada, so yeah, there's more than two parties. I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, I think, like you said, you you people have always got their own opinion. I respect people's opinions. I don't, I don't knock anyone who's got you know a certain opinion. That's up to them. Um, I think it, it's two sides of the coin of everything, and isn't it? Especially in, Absolutely. in, that, in that game. And just like our show, I'll, I'll purge mm. the crap. I'll sit here and have a conversation with a trump supporter i don't i that doesn't bother yeah. me yeah yeah you know we we can disagree on who we wanted as president we could disagree on what we had for breakfast we could disagree on you know what we're gonna have for dinner or whatever the case mm. may be but where i draw the line is morality like right and wrong like yeah, what yeah. people should know is right and what, what is wrong and you know um it is what it is some people will view that situation as the right way to go about things somebody will, some mm. people will view that situation as the wrong way to go about things and that's yeah. all right um but again I, i'm not a i'm not a divisive person you know no no yeah I, th- I think that's where you know it's powerful when you can like sit there have a conversation with anybody and i've had conversations with people from all different backgrounds race and everything like that and i'm i'm completely open and I'm completely not non-judgmental. And I see everyone as as like, you know, we're all people. And it's like, you know, we're just you know, we're just human at the end of the day. And it's like everyone's like a blank canvas, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't collude my own kind of um presumptions on somebody, you know. Um, kind of see a person, you know, as you know, as they are. But I was thinking as well. Do you, I remember when we first spoke, I remember like talking about books. Do you have any, do you think of any books that you read? Oh my God. I am such an avid reader. I have been, my grandma taught me to read when I was like three. So I, I've like, I've learned, I've known how to read like <laughs> wow. pretty much 28 years and I just love reading. So I'm into whole different kinds of genres, yeah. but for, for inspirational, um, I love the power of one by Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Eckhart Tolle. Uh, that's a beautiful one. I love anything by Mitch Album, anything by Paulo Coelho. He's good. Um, yeah. yeah. Mitch Album's great. There's a book he wrote called The Seven People You Meet in Heaven. And you wow. cannot you cannot read that book without crying. I don't care if you're the toughest man on earth, you cannot read that book <laughs> without crying. And then like um for other things, um I, I like I'm really into like true crime or even like fictional crime. So yeah, I'm a yeah. huge James Patterson fan. Huge. Love him. Every book. I've ever read 
uh, Alex Cross series, if you've ever heard of the Alex Cross book. I've heard of those, yeah. Yeah, that's James Patterson. I actually never got into Alex Cross. Uh, he does – that guy puts out six books a week. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Like, he just writes so many books. It's insane. Um, but he also has ghostwriters, as all major authors do. Mm, yeah. But, um, again, going back to, like, The Power of One, The Power of One by Eckhart Tolle mm. is the book that really – and it's hard. It's it's a hard book to follow because it's one of those books that makes it, part of the book is to make you stop and think about what you just read. Mm. So whenever you see this certain symbol come up between pages or a paragraph, you have to stop for at least 12 hours before you move on. And that's the point of the book. And it really makes you travel in depth and like mm. how you can take back that energy and that positivity and that kind of control over not control, but kind of balance of your emotions. It's, it's mm. a beautiful, amazing, powerful book. I highly recommend it. Nice. Powerful, isn't it? And I think it's great. I've heard, I've heard like lots of good things about Eckhart Tolle and I've seen like video clips of him and uh, my, my brother's read, I think most of his books. my brother's got a journal. It's like, it's like the power of now journal. And it's got like, you know, you can journal in things and stuff like that. But, but yeah, it, it's good that it kind of forces you to sit back and reflect on those things you've, you've looked at and to, to, to go over that and put it into like that kind of practice. Are you still there? Oh, man. It's all right. I still there. Your video just froze a little bit. That's fine. Oh, okay. I, got, I couldn't hear. I didn't even know you were there. Sorry, man. Oh, did you did you hear what I said? Uh yeah, about the power of now oh, journal. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's it's pretty. I've heard a lot of people recommend it, and it, it just shows you how kind of powerful it is to to be in the now. You know, like in the in the present. And I think with, I mean, you you know, you kind of in the media industry, how crazy it can be when people were kind of caught up in all the media and everything that that's going on. I don't think we're kind of designed as people to have so much going on right and um obviously being in the media industry uh there's a lot of jealousy uh i, I want to call it jealousy mm. um other kids these days would just call it hate but i don't yeah. think it's hate i don't think it's hate but that that's something you have to deal with an overabundance of is especially when you're putting your opinions out there as i do a lot my my sports opinions you get a lot of backlash and a lot of hate for it. <laughs> and it's really hard sometimes to like brush off the hate. Like just because I think Michael Jordan's a basketball player, a better basketball player than LeBron James, doesn't make me a bad person. Just yeah. means I have a different opinion. But people are so passionate about mm. sports that they'll actually hate the person giving the opinion because of the opinion. And that's something that's so hard to let mm. go of. Because it's so much of it, especially as, you know, your name gets out there a little more. Um, luckily, my name's not out there too much. Like, yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a worldwide sports. I'm not yet. I'm not a worldwide yeah. sports yeah. name yet. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're human beings. Of course, we're yeah, going to yeah. scroll through comments. Of course, we're going to see what people are hmm. saying about us. And again, we're humans. So, of course, it's going to affect us. Right. Um. And I think books like The Power of One and uh, The Secret, The Secret is another good one, mm. uh, or any of those books I was talking about written by Paulo Coelho or Mitch Albom, mm. mm. they kind of bring it back in that, like, I'm in control. 
Like what, these, yeah. what everybody else is saying, all this outside noise doesn't even have to be hate comments or whatever it is. Just all the outside noise. Mm-hmm. I, I can, I can block it out if I really want to. And mm. that's the stuff people need to hear. So that's why I really dive into that kind of genre. Yeah. No, that, that's powerful, isn't it? And I think like you said, it's that outside noise of the things going on around you. You have a choice to kind of block that out, don't you? It's like, it made me think, you know, it just reminded me of like last night, like my, my neighbor's car was, was revving early in the morning. He couldn't start the car. And it kept, it went like five or six times. And I was like, I felt, part of me felt annoyed because I'd woken up and it was annoying me. But then I was like, well, that's an external noise. I kind of realized, you know, I mean, I, I have the control to be like, well, should I just let it go or should I, you know, let it kind of piss me off, so to speak? And I think a lot of the time, like that doesn't always happen. You know, we all get wound up and triggered. But I think, like you said, when you think about that kind of now, like you said, you're in control of if you want that outside noise to annoy you or not. Right. It's not about, I mean, we're humans, right? That's the, what what are you saying? I'm sorry. Maybe I misunderstood the question. No, like, I mean, there's that kind of outside noise, obviously, because it was outside, but then there's that kind of other deeper side of the outside noise where it's, you know, opinions of other people and, and the media, do you know what I mean? And, and that negativity and stuff. It's like that. You know, there is a, uh, there's a very thin line where the outside noise can become inside noise. Mm-hmm. If you hear yeah. enough of the negativity from outside and you let enough of it in, you start thinking of it yourself. You start doubting yourself when you start letting that stuff consume mm-hmm. you. And that's mm-hmm. where it gets dangerous. And it's a dangerously thin line because... Why am I going to be so consumed with what other people are thinking of me? And again, make sure you let some in some of the good too, Mm. because Mm. there is that people are going to have your back. People are going to support you. People are going to agree with you. So focus more on that. Even if it's one person agreeing with you out of 500 comments that you see, Mm. block out those 499 and take on that one. And again, it goes back Mm. to affecting one person. Hey, yeah. one person agrees with me. One person's happy today. Let me latch onto that. Yeah, no, I think that's really powerful, and that's a really good. That's a really good point, and I think that's what people should think about on social media, isn't it? Like that's that's a really really good point, and it, it's all that that it's like a light, isn't it? That kind of one bit of light drowns out all of that other kind of darkness, doesn't it? You know, with there's four hundred, five hundred other comments, and there's that one person. It's like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, exactly. And then that's what makes it worth it too. Again, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. As well, and uh, I think as well. Like, do you have any like kind of role models or like growing up or, or now, like professionally, personally, any kind of like role models kind of thing? Or, um, or mentors? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, first of all, my dad and my stepdad. Um, my stepdad, God rest his soul. Um, yeah, I, I was lucky. My stepmom too, and my mom. Mm. My parents have mm. been huge for me. Um. My dad gave me the greatest life lesson I've ever gotten. He gave it to me at a really young age. And that was never settle. Mm. Never settle for anything less than what you know you're capable of or what you know you deserve. Mm. And I've taken that with me even through to and through the rough times. Um, as far as professional role models, I mean, I'm a former amateur boxer. So like I said, I got to interview one yeah, of them yeah. and that's Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, but... You know, I got to say, like, somebody like Ryan, 
like the host mm. of the show, even though I went to high school with him, like professionally, yeah. he's a role model of mine. Like he's built something. Um, and it's admirable what he's done. Mm. Um, Gary V, man. I yeah. absolutely love Gary V. I don't think mm. there's anything Gary V's ever said where I'm like, wow, I don't agree with a damn thing he just said. Like every <laughs> single time I love when he says him and Tony Robbins have the same view on cursing. Hey, why do you guys curse? Why do you guys curse? Because it's authentic and you fucking pay attention. That's why. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And you know mm. what it is? It's like when you're authentic, like Gary mm. V is, like Tony mm. Robbins is, like David Meltzer is. Mm. People gravitate to that. And that's why they're so successful in the games that they're in. Mm. I'm not, you know, I don't want to say games, in the industries that they're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they're authentic. And I think authenticity yeah. is huge. And that's why I look up to guys like Gary V, man. Especially mm. Gary V. Gary V's like done everything I want to do with my life, right? Like <laughs> he's got a sports company, he's got an esports yeah. company, he's got a motivational speaking company, he's got a media yeah. company. His gaming and Vayner Gaming. Yeah, yeah, Vayner Gaming, Vayner Sports, Vayner Media, Vayner this, Vayner that, Vayner Wines. Uh, what is it? Wine text. He's got yeah. a wine warehouse, wine library. I mean, like, uh, he's, he's, he's just so amazing. Did he sell empathy wines? He sold empathy wines. Oh, yeah, he sold it to a company then to uh, the big biggest one of the biggest um wine distributors in America or something like that. So there was some kind of deal, wasn't there? Yeah, but I think now he has wine text. Wine text, I yeah. I think there's an app, and I want to say because I use I still do some most of the time. So I go on yeah, to yeah. uh I go on to uh tea with Gary V every once in a while. And yeah. uh, which is his IG live or his LinkedIn live, whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> and he was saying that he has this wine text thing. It's not available in Canada, only the continental United States where you could text and they'll deliver wine to your door, especially during COVID. This was a big hit. And, mm. you know, yeah. again, Gary V strikes gold, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I mean, he, he has, he has the ability to like pivot and, change his mind and be flexible i think that's something that i kind of like aspire with him as well and and, and I, he's one of my role models as well and someone i look up to and and you know he he can just change his mind and just create something new he's not kind of like set in his ways is he he's just so flexible do it do it do it kind of thing and i think he kind of he said he's kind of set the benchmark for a lot of things i think and he puts a lot of his content out there for free and he's not saying, oh, you need to sign up to my course and pay however much money. Like he, I saw on his TV guy, v, he talked about the, um, he, he did a, a, he released a PDF file, two of them. And it was like a content model of how to put social media out. And he put that out there for nothing. And, you know, he, he just cares. I think he just cares a lot, doesn't he? He wants to provide value and he cares. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's made him successful. Um, mm. I love I love his view on free work. You're gonna have mm. to do a lot of free work if you want to make a name for yourself. Mm. And I and I have and I will continue to do it because if, if it's if you're doing it for free and you think well, first of all, if you think of it as work, it's not, it's not yeah. really gonna go anywhere. Like I really thoroughly enjoy doing what I do. So doing it yeah. for free really doesn't bother me, right? Yeah, yeah. But I know that I will make money from it through all my hard work into my free stuff that I just give away to people. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I write, I write free promotional articles for people all the time, and um, mm. I have no problem doing that because I thoroughly enjoy writing. Yeah, 
I think that I think that's really key what you touch base on as well. You know, doing things for free because it's like your passion and you love it. And when you when you love what you're doing, that money will come over time. And it's not the main driving force behind you doing what you're doing. It's like this, like right now, I love doing this. I I'm not char- I, you know, I would never charge somebody to come on my podcast. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do that. That's not I mean, some people do that, but that that's not in in my makeup, you know. I I want to provide value and I, you know, I want to obviously make money from it at some stage, but it's not the main driving force as to why I do it. And I think that's like what you touch base on is that it's important that people try and find that thing that they enjoy. That's just more than work, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think that if say I went to school for this and like if I forced myself into the industry, I don't, I don't think I'd have as much success because forcing myself to get up every day and doing something wouldn't be fun. Is it just, I've mm. done that before. I've done that with construction jobs and landscaping jobs and masonry jobs. You name it. Yeah. All the trades I've been involved in. Um, <laughs> and I did that for 29 years and I never want to do it again, man. And yeah. hopefully by the time the world opens up, we could get a lot more done with the media industry. I think mm, we can. Mm, I think we've got a lot done yeah. considering COVID. And um, yeah, yeah. Again, passion. For me, passion equals progress, man. You know, yeah. you'll always have progress if you're passionate about it. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a really great point. And <laughs> like, would you say that you know, like, I think back to jobs that I've done as well. Like, you know, I did like kitchen portering jobs, dishwashing jobs, you know, waitering jobs. Uh, sales jobs things yeah and it, i think you know like for me at the time i hated it and i was frustrated but i think like when you slog back on like you know those those jobs you did you kind of gain a lot from it would you say you know those experiences in the long run it's humbling it's humbling you know um when you're like for, you know you got to eat right mm. you know you got to make money to eat so you'll, you're willing to do anything to eat mm. um, i've been i've been homeless um, so yeah, yeah. humbling mm. times, you know, when you're homeless, you'll take any job. I've washed dishes mm. for five bucks an hour. I've, you know, I've shoveled snow yeah. for next to nothing. I've, you know, mm. I've done work for nothing before. Why not when I'm working on something I'm passionate about giving it away to people, mm. you know? And like you said, you do learn a lot from those jobs. I would never, like, I have so much appreciation from the people that go, get up every day and do those jobs. Mm-hmm. I just didn't enjoy it. I saw the negativity in it for me. Yeah. 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 I always wanted more. I'm not saying these, the, like the people that yeah. get up every, every day and do these jobs. They are amazing. They are yeah, admirable yeah, yeah. people. They're like, what makes the world go around? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, the unsung heroes of the universe. Mm. Um, That's and really I really think, yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, uh, those jobs built me into what I am today. Mm. And yeah. I'll never, ever knock somebody that's in any kind of any other industry. Like just I'm in the media, so I'm above you. Not a chance. Not mm. a chance. I mean, for me, I'd like to see the janitor make just as much as the CEO. Yeah. But you see a lot of successful people who, you know, they did those jobs. You know, they, yeah. um, I, there's, a, there's a guy who's got a successful chain of restaurants near me and he's a successful chef now. And... You know, I think he started kitchen port, you know, he started washing dishes, you know, and now he's a, sh- you know, head chef and he owns a company and, you know, a lot of successful, it's that, it's that journey, isn't it? And that, those, um, that, that grind and that, that work ethic, isn't it? That all kind of all into place. 
Jeff Bezos started Amazon in an apartment with a couch and a bulletin board. You know, yeah. uh, Bar- Barstool Sports, Dave Port and I started that in the basement. He's the richest sports media enterprise in the in the world right now. He's got more money than ESPN. Wow. ESPN's going down the tubes. I'm, I promise you that this is one tip. I bet you that ESPN's down the tubes in the next five years. Done. Do you think? Yeah, I've, I've I just, not seen more. A lot of people are gravitating away from it. Um, I think that whether uh, no matter what side you're on 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 it, mm. um, I think that people are tired of seeing politics in sports, or they don't care that they see politics in sports. I think they're having tired of having it thrown thrown at them every five minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I get that, but like a lot of it's not politics. A lot of it was like human rights. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um, I just think that it's a de- it's a touchy subject, and I don't want to sound like I'm yeah. being insensitive. Yeah, I'm just yeah, going by what I've seen. Yeah, going, yeah. Like if you look at the NBA finals this year and the yeah. NBA finals last year, last year the average NBA finals viewership was 15 million. This year it was five. Mm-hmm. And that's with people locked down and with people with the ability to watch it, you know, yeah. all the time. And to have your viewership cut by 66%, that's huge. So that's why I say like ESPN, and I don't want to say it's their fault. They're just reporting mm-hmm. the news, but yeah, yeah. I, that's it's... just my thoughts. And Barstool, Barstool covers everything, right? Barstool's funny. Barstool yeah, has, yeah. and they've done, I mean, they've done a tremendous job. That's another guy professionally, by the way, that, I kind of look up to was Dave Portnoy. Yeah, is that is that who uh, Gary V interviewed recently? I saw the I listened to him talking to the guy who uh, is he set up Barstool and they only did it recently. Is, is, is that is that right? And then, and then they say they did a they raise a lot of money for people. He was talking about you know the hospitality sector. They raise a lot of money, like something like sixty or seventy million. And he then, is picking out sixty separate businesses to donate two hundred thousand dollars to during the pandemic. Yeah. Which is what amazing. A, that's unreal. It's amazing. 60 it's, different businesses, $200,000. Yeah. That, that's $12 million Yeah. That he's just giving away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unbelievable. It's, it's two ends of the spectrum, isn't there? You know, when you when you think of people in life, that's that's the way I see it. I mean, there's, like, that, that's what I would like to do if I was in that situation, that position, you know, to, to give back and to help other people, isn't it? I couldn't, I couldn't sit on on that money and just sit on it, if that makes sense. You know, to me, I'm, oh, man. I'm the same way, you know, and it's easy for us to say that because we don't have it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think that when you come from humble beginnings, it's so much yes. easier to be selfless when yeah. you do accomplish, you know, a monetary gain like that. Yeah. Dave Portnoy, Gary V, all those guys, they come from humble beginnings. Mm. And when they have the opportunity to massively give back or massively give somebody an opportunity, they do mm. because they mm. know what it's like. Yeah, no, exactly. And I feel like on that point, like, you know, it's important, isn't it, to have those role models and to have those people you kind of like look up to in life. And it gives you that that kind of driving force, you know, that it is possible and you can you can learn from those people, can't you, in, in what they do. And, um, yeah, just to kind of like round up like as well, like um, – where can people find you? Is there, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Anything that you else want to say? Uh, I think we covered a lot here, man. I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed my time here today. As for like where you can find me or The Ryan Show, uh, you can find The Ryan Show on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, everything. Just type in The Ryan Show and you'll find it. 
Um, don't click on the one on Ryan's world though. That's the little kid. That's like the richest to- YouTuber in the world. We get confused all the time. I don't know why, but, um, and then as for me, you can find at Mac daddy, Ryan show on Instagram. I'm Nick Mac on Facebook. I love having conversations just like me and you are having, whether yeah, they're sports yeah. life, I stay away from politics. Please don't try to talk to me about yeah. politics. Uh, <laughs> so, so, I just, it's, it's a volatile subject, right? And I yeah, don't want to be, yeah. I don't want to be, no. I, I don't want to be the cause of somebody's volatilism yeah, yeah. and I don't want to yeah. have my own either, right? So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But find me anywhere Nick Mac, Facebook, Mac Daddy, Ryan Show, Instagram. I'm on TikTok, Mac Daddy, the Ryan Show with all my sports opinions. Um, thanks to Gary V again. And, yeah. uh, I just think that, uh, yeah, get a hold of me. Let's talk. I love having mm. conversations with, from, with people from all walks of life, mm. from all regions of the world. So, yeah, let's no, have a awesome. conversation. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I, I think it's great what you're doing. And, um, you know, I, it's it's really great talking to you and, you know, like inspiring, listen to your story and, you know, how how far you've come and what you're doing and, I really, I really appreciate your time and how you know, like, stay in touch, and I can network you with people that I know as well, and sort that out. Absolutely, we, I'd love to connect you with some people we know as well. Maybe get some more guests for your podcast. Um, and yeah, man, I really enjoyed this. I'd love to keep in touch with you, and let's do yeah. more work together. You know, you never know yeah, what yeah. the future holds, and definitely yeah. let's stay in touch. I'll give you my number after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Te- text yeah. me, call me anytime. No, cool, man. Cheers, cheers, Nick. I really, Absolutely. really appreciate that. And um, I wish you all the best in what you're doing today. Absolutely. Cheers to you, Adam, and the Parsitivity Project. Really, uh, really enjoyed it. Oh, cheers, man. I really, really appreciate it. And all the best in, in the Ryan show as well. Absolutely. Thank you. Hi, and thank you for tuning into the Positive Podcast. I would just like to announce that I have just recently created a Facebook group for listeners and for people who would like to network with other podcasters and to network with other people who listen to the podcast as well. The link can be found in the bio of my profile as well as the bio of my episodes and the Facebook group um, is called The Positivity People. All you have to do is send a re- invite request and I'll accept it for you to join. I hope to see you there. Have a great day. Take care. Hi, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. You can also check out the podcast on YouTube at The Positive Podcast. You can also check out my Instagram at City 94 where I put lots of podcast clips and snippets and a lot more content as well. I really appreciate you supporting me in my podcast and supporting me in my content. It really, really means a lot. Any feedback, any questions, any queries, you can email me at thepolicypodcast.gmail.com and I look forward to hearing from you and connecting. Take care.